Jim, uh, here we are in January. It's cold out. Uh, we have a lot going on. Steve, uh, we'll be interviewing here very shortly. But you actually have a nice letter that was written to the Haven of Rest that you'd like to share. So this letter was addressed to Haven of Rest Ministries, and it says this, Thank you for the help you give to the people that come to the Haven. My grandson just graduated from your program, and I thank God for what he has accomplished in his life. He is my grandson, and he has turned his life around by his willingness to answer the calling of the Holy Spirit. We praise God for what's going on in the program, and I think our listeners will really be excited to hear about Steve and what he's doing on the program as well. Well, Jim, uh, we want to welcome Steve Dobo with us here this morning. Steve oversees our residential program. He's the manager of it. And Steve, welcome to the radio broadcast. Thank you. Now, Steve, before we get started into the residential program, why don't you kind of update our listeners on uh, how did you come to the Haven of Rest and uh, where did you actually start first at, in the mission? You didn't start in the, in the men's program. You started somewhere else. Yeah, um, so I've been here seven years now. Um, I first learned about the mission from volunteering through Jan. I uh, was trying to get my church involved with some volunteer opportunities. And so we had a couple visits where we came. Um, but even before that, I've always had an interest in being involved in urban ministry. When I was in college, I started taking some courses doing that. Um, I also got to go on a few service learning trips. Um, one was down to New Orleans to help with the Hurricane Katrina relief. And I remember being down there and helping um, gut some houses and just just lending a hand wherever was needed and just thinking it would be awesome to have a career where I could be helping somebody. And um, lo and behold, a couple years down the road, different opportunities presented themselves. And I saw an opening for the food service um, inventory clerk and they mentioned that you'd be working with food and dealing with pallets and unloading and loading and I said hey I'm already doing that it'd be awesome to get a a foot in the door and just start working and helping people so now Steve there were a lot of other ways uh, that uh, I know about your story that our listeners don't know where God was preparing you even though you were starting at Haven of Rest in the food service department you had a pretty rich background uh, that was going to allow you to be equipped for the work you're doing now. So maybe share a little bit about some of uh, what, you, what you've done in school and kind of how that's now you're able to use that here at Haven of Rest. Yeah, um, so I went to Malone University uh, for a bachelor's in Bible theology, and then I also went for a master's of theological studies. And um, through that, I got to gain a teaching background. So I also teach online as an adjunct professor for Grace Christian University. Um, so I get to use my teaching that way, but I'm really excited being the resident manager. Even today, I got an opportunity to teach in class, and it's just awesome having discussions and just allowing the guys to dive deep into the Bible and get exposure and be able to ask questions. And some of them have never heard about Jesus or even had any kind of religious background. And just to kind of help bridge the gap in class, and I just love learn. I love learning myself, and I love just trying to get other men to catch on to the fire of just being hungry for God's Word and learning more about Him. Well, you know, Steve, you said something interesting. Jim, we know over the years, uh, really things have changed. And what I mean by that, Steve, you said something a lot of men that come through might not have any religious background. Well, Jim, if we go back years ago, 
that was not the case. Some might have had some type of uh, religious background, but today a lot of them are very unfamiliar with, you know, just some of the what we call the basics of Scripture. So there is a teaching aspect and an education aspect of that that goes along with with the guys that are coming through. Is that correct? Yeah. So teaching is one aspect of it. Um, there's also going to be like some clerical things where we'll just I'll be making badges for people. I'll be assigning work therapy assignments to the men and managing that. Um, also, the discipline aspect. So there will be times where I'll have to call someone in and just speak the truth and love to them and, you know, just give some correction where needed. Um, but I also really enjoy just the one-on-one -on -one part. That's one of the things I'm really looking forward to being in this position is just having one-on-one -on -one case management. Literally, uh, one of the days um, I had two men walk in, and they were both crying. And one was for a really good reason. One guy said that his mother had told him that she loved him and he hadn't heard that for a really long time. Mm -hmm. So that was really awesome to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. And then another guy came in who shared that his mother had just died. So literally in the same day, I was trying my best to just say, okay, Lord, how can I be a shoulder to cry on? But how can I also be someone who's right there encouraging and rejoicing with those who rejoice when something good happens in their life too? Absolutely. There's a lot of times I think we don't, in the moment, realize how God's preparing us for what he has to come. And I can think of over the last seven years, uh, you've had a heart for the men at this ministry since you started. And as you shared, even before you were here, but uh, I think of many, many times where even as you were in the food service department and you might have been doing inventory work or something like that, and you would go out of your way to take your time and talk to our guys that are on the long-term program. And... I think that speaks a lot to your character and your heart for the men, but it's also a great lesson to anyone listening that really ministry isn't tied to position. You can be in any position, and God can use you wherever you're at, whatever workplace, whatever. Uh, when you have that heart in your in your eyes and your, your ears are open to see the opportunities, you can do some amazing things. So just want to give you an attaboy as we're in the middle of Thank this. You. Uh, this inter I, I've always noticed that in you and Stephen. I really appreciate it about you. Uh, so now switch to a question. Um, so as you're moving into this role, uh, I imagine there's probably been, even here at the beginning, some things that surprised you about the role maybe you didn't see coming and maybe some things that you did. Speak to us a little bit about what the transition's been from food service to the men's division. Um, well, one thing I noticed that was kind of funny was a lot of times in food service we would be paging people in men's division and sometimes we were a little impatient wondering why they couldn't get back to us but now that i'm in men's division i totally get why they can't get back <laughs> to us right away because sometimes you'll just have people coming to your door knocking hey can you help me with this hey can i make a phone call hey can i make a scheduled appointment for something i need done and so you're constantly trying to decide um with your time management what is most important right now what can wait? What can? Um, so that's been a big thing for me is just I even reminded myself with this time management matrix. I put it on my wall to remind myself, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going to have some trouble with managing my time just because of so many things coming at you at once. So I have that there as a visual reminder of what's important, what's not. And Jesse's been very helpful with just saying, hey, you know what? It's okay if you need to create margin for yourself. You don't have to cross everything off the to-do list right away. Give yourself some time. People can wait till tomorrow on some things and just, you know, do your best to learn how much margin you need to create for yourself in this position. Well, you know, Steve, before the broadcast, we were kind of talking about transition, uh, you being in the kitchen. I don't know. How many years were you in the kitchen? 
It was seven years. Yep. Seven years, mm-hmm. and then you've actually been into the new position here, the residential manager, for about a month and a half. Now. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of new things, Jim, obviously going on here. But one of the things we were talking about a little bit before is you were talking about the depth of the ministry, uh, you know, things that go on in the kitchen. Now you're learning things about the residential uh, manager's position as you work uh, with the guys coming in. What, what do you mean by the depth? About could you go about elaborate? What's a, different about yeah. From, what's what's more different? About yeah. That? So like, no matter where you are in the mission, I think you still have opportunities that lend itself to minister to others. Some are more overtly done, some more covertly done, but it still it still happens. So in the kitchen, I would say we're rubbing shoulders with residents and clients at times, and occasionally even just saying, "Hey, how are you doing?" Sometimes people don't get spoken to at all or noticed at all, and just you saying, "Hey." that you notice them, that you know their name, and that you care about how they're doing can go a long way. But I'd say in men's division right now, I like that it's a lot more hands-on. It's a lot more where I get to kind of see the impact I'm making more viscerally, whereas in the kitchen, it was not always as easy to see. But I would say that there's definitely ministry happening regardless of which department you're in. So, Steve, I have a few years in the men's division uh, Mm -hmm. before I was at where I was at now, and I uh, I just have really appreciated uh, you stepping into this role, and I'd like if you could just speak a little bit. Uh, we had alluded to earlier in the interview how uh, many folks coming in now, uh, you know, we, they don't have a biblical background. So if you were to share a story about Samuel or David, they'll look at you with glassy eyes, like I don't know who are mm-hmm. those people. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us a little bit about what it's been like to have ministry with what's essentially a, a person who's a brand new believer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, you, you have to kind of feel the audience and know what you can say. Um, I mean, there's definitely certain topics that I wouldn't go too in-depth into, just depending on who they are and their experience level, you know. So sometimes I will use different cultural things, um, things that people are aware of, whether it's songs or um, pop culture, things like that, any way to help make the Bible relevant to people. So, so far I've noticed that um, today we kind of had an interesting discussion where we got into some interesting topics and I just did my best to, once again, fill them in with funny things or funny analogies or things um, in pop culture, things like that. So I can't totally go on air with the types of things that they were saying, but <laughs> um, but either way, it was things that men need to hear. And that I was trying to give them a safe space to talk about those things because as men, we do need to talk about them. Yes. And, you know, being in this position new uh, for a little bit over a month, month and a half, you know, one of the things that you said was, you know, time management. Uh, Jim, I think it's hard to have a list of things that you want to accomplish throughout the day. And then try to check each one off because a lot of times, Steve, like you said, uh, you might be upstairs and maybe you're working on something and you get that knock on the door. And then you move what you were working on aside because now here you are ministering to whether it's one man or two. You know, you had two scenarios here where mom said, I love you. And then the other one uh, who just lost the mom. And those are two big opportunities for ministries and uh, you know one 
uh, could have some regret because maybe uh, his relationship with his mom was not good. I'm not saying that's what the case was. And the other one, hearing, hey, mom loves me, uh, maybe for the first time in years. The impact on that is huge. Exactly. Yeah, so one of the things that has been great at this ministry through the years is something that some people find, if they're listening, might find daunting. And it's the idea that uh, there's a lot of chaos that happens. You know, people mm-hmm. come in and they're not coming in because life's all put together well. They're exactly. struggling and mm-hmm. they need help. Uh, and so sometimes that chaos spills over into our interactions with them. And one of the things that I've said for years is if you look at Jesus's miracles, it's a fun study to go through the Gospels and see how many of those miracles happened at what we would have considered an interruption. Mm-hmm. He was on the way to somewhere and someone stopped him or he was going to this place and someone showed up on the side of the road. So Jesus was very comfortable uh, ministering in the midst of what we would have perceived as an interruption. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I, I think that time management point, Steve, was a really good one because uh, it's a in this ministry, uh, that's a place that, that kind of is a make or break for some people because mm-hmm. if they really need things scheduled, they're going to have a hard time because yes. there's so many interruptions. That's um, mm-hmm. Now, with that said, I'm sure it's happened already. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned the two examples you gave. Do you have any more thoughts uh, or maybe some stories that you've had in the last month that you've been working where you kind of had your mind set on something? And there was an interruption, and God used that interruption for ministry. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I definitely think, um, you know, there's times where someone will come in and they want to be admitted in. And so, you know, sometimes you may have seen someone before, and you can just kind of stop and say, hey, how's it going? How are you doing? You're not shaming them. You're not bringing up anything in the past that they've done, but you're saying, hey, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad, you know, you're in a good place and this is a good place for you. So I really enjoy moments like that where um, you can just let people know in being intentional and saying, hey, I remember that you were here. I remember, how's your kids doing? How's your how's your wife doing? That you know part of, part of their life and that you can remember that and say it back to them. And I think that means a lot to people. Well, you know, Jim, we're, we're just about out of time here. Steve, I'm going to ask you one more question. I know you're a month and a half into the new position. How could our listeners pray for you as you continue to transition into this new job? Sure. Um, like I said, time management is helpful. So if the Lord could give me wisdom on that each and every day, that would be helpful. But also just that God would give me um, ingress into the men's lives and just that he would give me an ability to to be intentional with them, to make relationships with them, and ones that can be long-lasting so that even later on they will come back. I always say to myself, the best thing that our best gift our residents can give us is coming back as a visitor and not as a resident. Amen. And so I, I definitely look look forward to those goals for our residents and just having them come back and say, hey, life's going great. I have a job. I'm making good money. I'm I'm back with my family. I'm back with my kids. That would there's no better um, reward than hearing somebody say that to you. Well, Steve, I want to thank you for being a part of the program uh, this morning, and I know our listeners will be praying uh, for that. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, I'd like to thank Steve Dobo, who was our guest today on the program. What a wonderful time it was hearing from Steve, uh, what the Lord's doing in his life, and how he is now a blessing to the men on our program. Well, you know, Jim, uh, 
you know, to see the transition from Steve when he came in seven years ago working through the kitchen. Now he's residential manager and seeing all the good things that are happening with uh, the program. Plus, Jim, you know, here we are in the middle of January. It's cold out. Uh, we still have a lot of guests coming in, uh, uh, receiving our services. So I would ask our listeners out there to continue to pray for our staff and the guests that are coming in because, really, uh, this last week of January have been extremely cold. Yes, and continue, as we continue to pray, an encouraging note in that is more and more men are also wanting to get on our long-term program. So the fuller that program is, that's actually a praise because those are folks that are, have made a decision that they need help and they're seeking the Lord and us to walk alongside them. So we praise God for the opportunities he's presenting, even in the midst of the cold and the weather and everything else, that here we are presenting the love of Christ to the folks who come through our doors.